and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah and Kevin sat down in real life Woo! to talk about Luca. Hello. Hashtag vax. <laughs> <laughs> and in the same town. And in the same town. That's it. Kind well, of more than anything. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, we wouldn't have met up even if we were in the same town if we weren't vaccinated. Well, right? that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So, vaxxed and but we've both, geographically. But we've both been vaccinated for a while. First first criteria was vaccination. Second criteria. <laughs> it's being in the same location. So, you've been on before. So, my question is, since we had just had a long discussion about this, did you ever, because I played mermaids in the pool. <laughs> did you ever play mermaids in the pool or mermen? I don't, I feel like I probably did. I know I like. Mermaid swam, but then I was like, oh, that's a girl thing. <laughs> so I don't think I ever, like, played mermaids. Like, it was kind of surprising to me that people had, like, mermaid powers. That was, like, a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. But, I mean, it makes sense because I used to play, like, I have, like, powers of, like, a dolphin guy and stuff. So, I mean, essentially that's the same thing. I was a dolphin mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> but, hold on. We have to clarify. These aren't mermaids. Correct. Or people. Correct. So, so why don't you tell us uh, what your movie is and why you picked it? So my movie is Luca, and the reason why I picked it is because it is a new Pixar <laughs> Disney Plus release, and that is my thing now, I guess. <laughs> so, yep, so that's why. So I don't know what the next movie, I mean, Black Widow is coming out, but I don't know the next movie that's out that's going to be readily available. I think I'm assuming that we're gonna do like a Black Widow thing on the Marv with the yes, Marvel crew with so. the Marvel gang, so y'all can be looking forward to that. But we're not talking Marvel right now. We're talking about Luca, and so Luca is a Pixar movie that is just absolutely precious. It's an interesting movie because it's a movie that came out both on Disney Plus for free. It didn't come out on Premiere Access, and it has released in theater, which. For me, like, that's no contest. You just see it on Disney+. Plus. Like, what's the point of going to see it at that point? Yeah, so it's, not, it's not like an action movie or anything. Right. Really. It wasn't something that, like, even watching it, and we can talk about this a little later, but it didn't feel like something you needed to go see at the theater. Like Cruella or, like, how we feel about Black Widow. Right? Yeah. yeah. I would agree. So why don't you give us an overview of the story, kind of like a beginning, middle, end. So, Luca, a young sea monster, is a curious little dude, and he lives in a community of sea monsters. Um, one day he's out tending to fish that act a lot like sheep, and <laughs> uh, he discovers some human objects that have been lost, lost at sea by humans. Um, the entire community fears humans because they've been known to kill sea monsters in the past. Luca's mom is especially cautious. His dad seems to be kind of not really concerned because he's just like the typical dad just like let him let him play blah 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 and just overly folks focus fixated blah, blah, blah overly fixated on his random hobby of having show crabs i think yeah. is what it is so while he's exploring again luca ends up meeting alberto another young sea monster who's very courageous he ends up following him to the shoreline where Alberto jumps out onto the shore and he pulls Luca out to sea. Apparently, this is when we learn this, they can assume a human form whenever they're pulled out to sea. They start to become friends because 
you know, Luca's like, oh, this guy like is super brave. And he also is very curious. He wants to find out about this stuff. And so the, they basically become fast friends. A friendship between them leads them to explore an actual human town. They encounter the art, the antagonist, which I actually kept not catching his name. I just kept thinking of him as Vespa guy. <laughs> Cause that's what they call him at first, but his name is Urkel or is it Urkoli? I think Urkoli? it's Urkoli. Yeah. Urkoli. Uh, and the third member of their little trio, Julia, Julia, Alberto, and Luca, Luca, begin to train for a triathlon in order to win money to buy a Vespa, because at this point, Alberto and Luca are completely and totally fixated on having a Vespa, and they want to win money to get the Vespa. Uh, the triathlon involves pasta eating, swimming, biking. They have to defeat Urkole. Urkole, <laughs> who has won several years in a row. Uh, Luca and Alberto can't get wet, and so they have to leave that to Julia. So throughout the story, Alberto and Julia's dad begin to form a bond. Alberto also starts to become jealous of Luca and Julia because he's noticing that they're like becoming really good friends. Uh, Luca starts to become really, really enthralled with education, the prospect of school, uh, Julia goes to school, and she keeps telling Luca about these really interesting things, and he's just flabbergasted by all of it. Like, she shows him a telescope, shows him planets, explains what planets are to him, and he's just completely blown away by it. Um, so, seeing this, Alberto tries to take Luca away by forcing Julia to see them in their true nature of being sea monsters. Alberto throws himself into the water in front of Julia, and turns into a sea monster because he got wet, and then he tries to get Luca to come with him, but Luca basically sells him sells out. Him out. Uh, I put that he pulls a Peter move and denies him. Um, so he basically is just like, oh my god, you're a sea monster? Wow. And he starts freaking out, pretending like he didn't know. And Arcole's crew shows up and tries to find and attack Alberto because there's a prize out for killing sea monsters. So Alberto swims away. Uh, later, Julia, being suspicious, throws water on Luca's hands, which turn into sea monster hands, and she tries to get him to leave because she's like, they're going to kill you. Um, but he basically refuses to do so and enters into the race himself. He does the race, you know, blah, 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 super exciting race montage, and he ends up getting in the lead, but it starts raining. And as it starts raining, he has to get under a covering to prevent the rain from revealing that he's a, a sea monster because they're going to try to kill him if he does that. So he ends up getting behind. A bunch of people pass him. And then Alberto starts running toward him holding an umbrella. And while he's running toward him, Ercole trips Alberto. And it causes him to trip, become wet from the rain, and transform into a sea monster form. Everyone starts freaking out, trying to get him. And then Luca grab, gets on his bike and rides toward him, revealing that he's a sea monster, tries to rescue him. They try to pedal away, but they end up getting tripped up by Ercole. People start to surround him, and they're about to basically kill them. But Julia's dad steps in. Julia's dad, who has been forming a bond with Alberto this entire time, he steps in and stops them from being killed. It's later revealed that when they crashed, Luca's bike actually crossed the finish line. And it was the first one across it, so he's therefore the victor. The boys take their money, buy a Vespa, 
Alberto sells the Vespa to get Loke uh, a train ticket so he can go off to school with Julia and Luca's parents, who have been kind of searching for him this entire time and uh, in the background doing stuff, are also in on it. And they basically pack him a bag and they bring it to him so he can ride off and go to school. And yeah, it ends with him riding off into the sunset on a train, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah. So a couple things that you didn't specifically mention that I feel like are worth mentioning is once Luca's parents discover that he's like been going to the surface, they tell him he's got to go live with his like yes. super creepy uncle. I have that goes into my quote. Okay, <laughs> yeah. perfect. We can talk about that later. But that leads him to like obviously run away. Yes. Like for good, and his parents come to the surface and. They don't know what Luca looks like as a human. And so <laughs> they just start attacking children with water throughout this entire village. <laughs> the best part <laughs> is whenever he walks up right like right after they get out of the sea and he's like they think they see him right away and the dad pushes that kid in and then he goes to like he's like mission accomplished and he goes to dive in. He doesn't even look at him and he realizes it's just a kid. <laughs> yeah. So those those were kind of like the major things, and then oh, I think it was it was that they had to go down to the that he was going to have to go to the deep. Yes, yes. And when his parents went to look for him, they just kind of went together. So I got distracted. Yeah. And obviously, like this movie feels very Little Mermaid esque. Yeah. At the very beginning, because you know, don't go to the surface. Mm-hmm. Humans are bad. And blah, he finds blah, blah. treasure. Of yes. the humans, and he's collecting it. Yes. So there are a lot of similarities right at the beginning, but it very much drifts away from that storyline in that, like, while you do feel like there may be a romantic interest between Alberto and Juliet, it's not, like, critical for the storyline. And so I think those are things we should note. Um, talking about characters, the three main ones are Luca, Alberto, and Julia. And then you also mentioned Ercole. Julia's dad, who I also don't think is named. I think he is at some point, but I don't remember it. And then Luca's mom and dad. Um, Ercole also has some like henchmen. His, as, his posse. As yeah. are all good Disney villains. Um, who are your favorites and why? My favorite is probably Luca's dad, who's Lorenzo, by the way. He's like the comic relief. Like when he comes in and he like pushes that kid to the sea <laughs> and he like immediately starts diving in. Like he's just a goober the entire time. He's... He's actually played by Jim Gaffigan. Oh. So that kind of makes sense because Jim Gaffigan is like a, a goober, a jokester. So my favorite is Luca because I love how curious he is. And that's, you know, driving his interest. His interest just grows as he learns more. He finds more that he's interested in. So he's like, I want to know about humans. So then he learns about humans. Then he goes to the surface. And it just, it really pushes the story along. And I just, I really like these characters. I also really love Julia. I love how she's very caring, even when, like, obviously it's going to cost her her friend. She, like, is trying to get her, get him to go away um, to keep him safe. So let's talk about quotes. This movie has a lot of one-liners. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, the dad's really funny. I feel like just throughout the whole movie, it's really funny. What's your favorite quote? So, mine is whenever the uncle is trying to sell Luca on coming down to the deep with him. And he's like, he's like talking about how it's dark and everything. And he's like, and all the whale carcass you can eat. Little bits of it just flow in your mouth. You can't stop it. You can't see it. So, if you, the mouth open, the whale carcass go in. Yes, good. I recommend it. 
come on, no time to waste. Like, he's just, like, trying to sell it to him. And he, he's just describing it, like, <laughs> so, like, oh, all the whale crackers you can eat. So good. Let's go. So, throughout the movie, Alberto talks about how, like, he's an expert. He, like, references that a lot. And that phrase comes up a lot. But my favorite quote is when um, Alberto pulls um, Luca to the surface and he's trying to, like, help him, like, move around. And Alberto says to Luca, he says, right, walking. Don't worry. You're in luck. I basically invented it. To start, suck everything on top of each other like a pile of rocks. (laughs) And, like, he struggles so much. It's like a little baby deer. Like, Mm -hmm. when a baby deer's trying to walk, that's what I thought of when I saw that. Also, in, in that scene, there's also a really good uh, little little tidbit. He goes, first time, and he goes, yeah, I'm a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> just cracks me up. It's so funny. And He's just so, like, innocent. It, yeah. It cracks me up. Yeah, so would you want a sequel? Yup. How would you continue the story? Um. So here's how I think of it. Luca comes back to find that Alberto is actually a war criminal. He must stop him from destroying the natural environment before the seaweed farms are destroyed, leaving his family and community to starve to death. Now, Alberto is actually, you know how like in Captain America Winter Soldier, I want that kind of dynamic. You see what I'm saying? But the opposite? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I never pretend to know what Pixar is going to do. Well, but I'm saying like, I don't Bucky care. turns into a good person, so... Mm-hmm. No, no, but, no, whenever, whenever in Captain America Winter Soldier, he, like, recognizes him, he's like, Bucky, but he, and he's a, he's the villain for the movie, I want that, and then I want Alberto to, oh, is, Alberto's possessed, he's bad, he's actually a good boy. <laughs> I don't know, man, I don't know how they would continue it, but I like the, I like the world that they've built, I think it's pretty cool, yeah. and I don't think we've ever had, like, a, a movie... From Disney that I can remember that was set in Italy. Yeah, I don't think. I'm trying to think if Ratatouille was France. That's the only one I feel like that would be, like, even. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. That would not be Italian because. That's France, too. That's France. Apparently, in our minds, France is. (laughs) I mean, they're very geographically close to one another. They're both Latin based languages. They're both in Europe. Yes. Northern Hemisphere. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, would like a sequel as well. I think it would be cute to see Luca and Julia at school. Well, so... I feel like that's more likely. Yes, that's probably more likely. (laughs) However, I guess what they could do is, like, he has to get on the swim team. (laughs) (laughs) Without revealing he's a a sea monster. (laughs) Uh, well, if he's wearing a wetsuit, would he actually get wet? Probably not. See what I'm saying? But he can't move quickly with that. No, he just like is a, wear- a regular swimmer. He has to learn how to swim <laughs> like a person. And he's really struggling with it. I don't know, man. I'm just spitballing here. I'm not a Pixar executive here. But I might be. Pixar, if you're listening and you like my ideas, you can contact me. I'll be more than willing or to just sell you my ideas. <laughs> listening to my podcast and get no don't get them for free that's not honest pixar you know do the right thing here pixar will do the right thing they're not gonna (laughs) okay um so let's talk about favorite moments my favorite moment is probably when julia gives um luca her book 
and she like crosses out her name and she writes his name. I feel like that's really precious and adorable and I love that moment. What about you? I, for some reason, even though I've done this several times, got confused and just said what stood out to me about the story, which is that I think the relationship between Luca and Alberto is just like very wholesome. It's like just best friends kind of deal. Yeah. And then whenever Luca becomes friends with someone else, Alberto gets jealous, which is totally something that a kid that age does. Yeah. That's a totally normal thing. And then I also like, you know, I think you actually mentioned this earlier, it's really cool and I think it's kind of important that Luca and Julia are friends and there's like no weird romantic thing. Yeah. They don't try to like get you to think, oh, are they going to hook up? You know what I mean? Because they're children. Well, they're children, but usually even in like kids movies, like the guy will have a crush on the girl or something. Yeah. And it's like, they didn't do that. They're just friends. She's actually like his little mentor in school. I just thought it was good to show like a normal relationship between a male and a female. And then I thought it was cool that at the end, Alberto, like uh, my, probably the fact that whenever the Vespa, whenever he revealed that he sold the Vespa and got him a train ticket, I was like, oh, that's pretty cute. That's pretty sweet. I didn't cry in this movie. Did you cry? No. I didn't cry either. Which I expect with a Pixar movie. Don't you? I expect tears. Not necessarily. Like 95% of the time I cry in a Pixar movie. I feel like the only Pixar movie I cried when I saw the first time was um, Toy Story 3. What about Inside Out? Inside Out didn't make me cry. When the dude, when Bim, Bim, Bop, Bim, Bop, what's his name? Bing Bong. Bing Bong. When Bing Bong like fades away, you didn't cry? No. Hannah, you're a monster. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're actually tearing up right now. So I think it's weird that you don't cry whenever... Whenever Bing Bong dies. I'm crying because I just feel attacked right now. Um, any final thoughts or do like You're the real sea monster? (laughs) (laughs) Cut out me laughing at my own joke for five minutes, please. Any other final thoughts? Um Yes. Good. I recommend it. Get it? I'm quoting that guy. Yes, good. I recommend it. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, the last thing I wanted to say about this movie is I feel like there's definitely some hints at, like, people aren't always going to like you. And, like, I think the mom essentially, or the dad says that to the mom at one point. Like, they're not always going to, like, accept Luca but there's always going to be someone out there who's not going to accept him and I think that's a good life lesson for kids too about how um like we have things and we may have to overcome them and whatnot so yeah I I was surprised that this wasn't a movie that you had to buy yeah I, I was I actually thought it was and Ashley was like no you don't have to buy it and I was like what I was so excited you know, if you listen to my Disney Plus podcast every month, you would know that. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess and Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.